Hey everyone, welcome to the Mongata podcast hosted by me, Valerie Boudere. I'm a certified sound therapist as well as a healing coach and life design mentor. I work with clients every single day to help them uncover the answers to the big questions. How do I heal? How do I feel better about my life? Who am I? What's my purpose? And what do I do next? I also help them transition from all the shoulds in life and make living vibrantly a priority by living their life design and who they really are. It's time to be more you. So sit back, relax, and grab your journal because you're going to want to take notes. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Mongata podcast. I'm Valerie Boudere, and today begins the first episode of our seven-part series, The Emotional Fast. I'm really glad you're here. And I just, um, this is a lot of newness for me. This will also be on YouTube as well as all of your favorite podcast listening channels. And so I really wanted to create a special series where we're sitting in the room together and experiencing things together, a little bit different than your usual podcast format. So let's start by opening sacred space. So sit back wherever you are, unless you're driving. I want you to just take a nice deep breath with a nice exhale to settle in this moment. And let's open our circle together. So this entire series was born out of something that happened to me just a couple of weeks ago. Um, Like many of us on this planet, a couple weeks ago, I contracted COVID. And during that time, I really couldn't eat like usual. I felt terrible, as you can imagine. Um, but luckily, I had medication and, and I have recovered, as you can see. But one of the things that came out of having COVID was this fasting. And it was not intentional. It was caused by having the virus of COVID, La Rona, as we call her here, And so I literally, for seven to nine days, ate nothing but soup and drank lots of water and or orange juice and juices. And as I came out of that, I felt really good. I felt light. I felt, you know, expansive and spacious and not in those kind of euphoric Um, romantic terms, but I just felt different in my body. And I felt so much better. And if you know anything about me at all, the idea of fasting is not a favorite idea. I am a hobbit at heart, and I love my food. So this would not have been something I may have done intentionally. But once I had gone through it, I felt really good. So at Mangata Healing Center, We deal a lot and I help people move through their trauma, which sits in the body as emotions, ruminating thoughts, depression, anxiety, sleeplessness. So as I finished my 
COVID fast, I got to thinking, what would it be like if we actually did an emotional fast? And so I have created this program for us where each week we will look at one sense of doing, being, or one emotion, and we are going to fast from that emotion and use our transformational tools to move us through that emotion, feel it and see it and experience it from a different perspective. So we have a couple of sayings at Mangata. One is you have to feel to heal. And the other is the way we heal is to see things differently. So the intention of this podcast and this series is to help us see things differently. So this is very much like if you would come to a class at Mangata Healing Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So this is going to be our space for the next seven weeks where we come into circle, we come into our class and our group, and we experience and explore and discover things deep within ourselves and with each other. So let's get started. I always like to open our circle with sound like I just did, but I also like to match a mantra with the breath. So this today is going to be very simple to get us started. As we inhale, we are going to say, I am here. And as we exhale, we're going to say, this is now. So let's go ahead, sit back in our chairs, or if you're laying down listening, if you're driving, you can do this, but please, please keep your eyes open. So inhaling deeply through the nose, saying, I am here. Exhaling out through the mouth. This is now. Inhale. I am here. Exhaling. This is now. And as you breathe in, feeling your body relaxing and deepening. And as you exhale, letting go of all that no longer serves you. So inhaling. I am here, exhaling, this is now. One last time, inhaling through the nose, I am here, exhaling, this is now. And just take a minute to sense that shift that has happened through the power of your own breath, that you are present and you are beginning to relax, yeah? So we are in the spring of 2023. And one of the things that happens in spring is that many of our spiritual traditions actually go into a fast Also, many spiritual traditions, if you're going through a hardship, you will fast. Or if you're wanting to gain insight and wisdom, you will fast. So fasting in these situations 
is really fasting and abstaining from food and drink for a specific amount of time. And currently, we have this thing known as intermittent fasting, which is a diet or it's a way to control weight. So I want to avoid that idea today and for the next seven weeks that this is not dietary. This is not to get thinner. This is not about our physical sense of self at all. This is really about releasing habits, releasing emotions. And when we do that, we create space inside of ourselves, which leads to self-compassion, self-kindness, seeing things differently, bringing in new awareness and new discoveries and new inspirations. On the flip side of that, when we have more room to grow in, we also have more room for understanding of others. So if we use the fast as in giving up food and drink for a specific amount of time, we then can empathize with those who are marginalized, those that are really living in a non-abundant situation, and we can empathize with them and we can show kindness and compassion and generosity to them. We understand their plight. We understand more fully where they're coming from. So in the Christian tradition, it's the season of Lent. Many people are giving up a food, giving up sweets, giving up a habit. Uh, soon it will be Ramadan for the Muslim tradition and they fast sunrise to sunset for 30 days, again, creating that sacred inner space of room and growth and healing. The Jewish faith will soon come into Passover, and they will give up leavened bread and to honor their ancestors and the journeys that they have taken. In Hinduism, when you are struggling with something, you will go into a fast to gain wisdom and to gain spiritual strength. And we see fasting in Buddhism and we see fasting in indigenous cultures. So this idea of abstaining to heal and to have growth. So today we're going to expand that idea a little bit and we're going to call this coming into simplicity. What things can we give up for the next seven weeks that can give us space to grow in and to acquire new um, perspectives, right? So I want to start um, with some quotes. I love quotes, and I have pulled a few quotes for today, and some I think will surprise you. This first one is from Benjamin Franklin. And he said, the best of all medicines is resting and fasting. So giving our bodies a break, our digestion systems a break. Fasting blinds the body in order to open the eyes of your soul. And that is from the poet Rumi. Hippocrates, the ancient a scholar and physician from Greece said, the natural healing force within each one of us is the great force in getting well. And I, you'll hear me say over and over again, 
everything we need to heal is inside of us. And we can really make that a complicated statement, or we can take it as it stands and and get curious about it and go, what does she mean? And if you're feeling resistance to that idea, that's really your invitation to get good and curious and go, what does that mean? That everything we need to heal already lives inside of us. And so these next seven weeks of the emotional fast is really exploring that idea. Please don't take my word for it. Please, please get curious and go on and explore. So one last quote, and this is by John Steinbeck. It says, and this I believe, that the free exploring mind of the individual human is the most valuable thing in the world. And this I would fight for, the freedom of the mind to take any direction it wishes undirected. And this I must fight against, any idea, religion, or government which limits or destroys the individual. So there is a huge invitation to go on exploring undirected to find what it is that makes us tick, what it is um, that we have consumed that may no longer be in our best interest. So now if we take this idea of the fast, meaning we are going to abstain, and I'm not saying from food, my whole directive is about our habits and our emotions. So each week we are going to explore one of those, take it away for seven days, and then come back and say, hmm, how did that feel to me? Did that work? Do I want to continue that? I really look at the next seven weeks of this podcast series as our sacred space. It is a sacred space to explore in. So the way the series works is on Thursdays, you'll get the teaching segment as if we're in class together. And then on Sundays, you will have a deeply guided meditation, either in meditation form or in a meditation in visualization form. Our imaginations is one of the strongest tools in our toolbox. And a secondary tool that I love equally as much is our breath. So I incorporate a lot of those things Um, into the work that we do to explore our inner self. So let's go into our period of reflection. I am basing what we're going to do now on an ancient principle um, that's actually in many, many traditions. Um, I'm going to say it in its Latin form, Lexio Divina. Uh, which comes from the ancient Christian tradition um, in its earliest phases of existence. And Lexio Divina really means the divine text. And if you're a book lover like I am, and if you've had brilliant teachers like I have been blessed to have, even their writings for me personally are divine texts coming from their inner self and their experiences and what they've created. So in this time, we're going to sit back now 
And I want you to really slow down your breath, taking nice long inhales through your nose. And if you can, exhaling through your nose longer than your inhale. So go ahead and sit back and really sink into this moment. And as you're doing that, I'm going to introduce whose text I'm reading today. Um, his name is Stephen Herod Buner, and he recently passed away in December, but he is one of the great minds of the plant world as plant medicine. Um, and I'm really talking from the perspective of herbology, um, but he really, when I was studying herbology in 2020 during COVID, there's that word again, um, his book, The Sacred life of medicine or sacred plant medicine really introduced me on how to live among plants and how to seek their wisdom. And I really appreciate his teaching. Um, he wrote over 20 books, did massive amounts of research on the benefits of plants to humans. And I really greatly appreciate and honor um, all of the insight, wisdom, knowing, and education he gave to so many through his 40 years of teaching. So he wrote this beautiful book called The Transformational Power of Fasting, The Way to Spiritual, Physical, and Emotional Rejuvenation. So as you're sitting back, I'm just going to read a few excerpts from this book. And I want you to receive these words as images. Think of what memories, ideas, or where you're feeling it in your body. So oftentimes we want to listen to words in a linear fashion, but the way words can really impact us is from a spiritual um, experience or spiritual impact, or soulful impact. So I invite you now to really take these words and see what images and feelings in your body these conjure for you. I discovered in time that the small infant I had been was still alive within me, and that I was not, that no hu human being is, a single personality. During this internal exploration of myself, I found that all people are, in a certain way of thinking, born multiple personalities, that the infant, the four-year-old, the teenager, all of the people we once were, are still alive inside us. When we live at home, it is our parents' job to care for and respond to all these parts of ourselves. Our job, as we age, is to come to know ourselves, to make relationship with these parts of ourselves, to care for them, and to find peace with them. It is one of our most fundamental jobs as human beings to hear the voices of these parts of ourselves, to learn their needs, to meet them, to become our own best friend, our own parent. 
Only then, I later learned, can we be prepared to parent our own children. Otherwise, our children only become opportunities for us to work out unresolved problems in ourselves. And the family parenting dynamics that we ourselves suffered from are suffered from, are passed once again into a new generation. So just sit with that for a minute and think about those different parts of yourself. Think, can you see parts of yourself that also lived in your parents, right? Or your grandparents or your aunts, your uncles, right? And continuing on. Continually trying to look on the bright side interferes with our finding the wisdom that lies in the fruitful darkness. Continually striving upward toward the light means we never grow downward into our own feet, never become firmly rooted on the earth, never explore the darkness within and around us, a darkness without whose existence the light would have no meaning. To become rooted in ourselves, in the world, we have to grow down as much as we grow up. To find the fertilizer that feeds our growth, we need the rich, dark loam that lies within our deepest selves. Just taking that in. So oftentimes we are looking just for the good, just for the light, just for the joy. But in that darkness is where the fertilizer and rich soil is that can help us transform and heal. Continuing now to receive our next excerpt from Stephen To live in right relationship with creation means honoring the creation of the body itself, recognizing its inherent sacred nature, and developing a deep, trustworthy relationship with it. For there is only one place in all the universe that has been made especially for you, and that is inside your own body. Have you thought of your own body as connection to the earth itself, as being a mirror of the earth itself? Just sitting and pondering. And lastly, Our relationship to food is a microcosm of all that we have learned about loving and being loved, about our self-worth. It is the stage upon which we reenact our childhood. If we were abused, we will abuse ourselves with food. The degree to which we are violent, abusive, self-punishing is in proportion to the degree of violence, abuse, and punishment we received, we learned how to do it by having it done to us. Just seeing 
if these thoughts align with you, if there's resonance for you. And if not, think about what is not resonating with you. And again, these excerpts today were from Stephen Herod Buner's book, The Transformational Power of Fasting, The Way to Spiritual, Physical, and Emotional Rejuvenation. And since now we are in a sacred time and a sacred season on this podcast together, our activity this week, I would like you to create an altar. And I'm not talking, it doesn't have to be cathedral-esque or place of worship-esque. It can be a window seal. It can be a small table in a special place in your house. Um, my altar in my house is actually on my high-top counter that no high-top counter chair could ever reach. It's like a really high counter. But that's where my sacred space is. And I invite you... To what would feel good and comfortable for you to put in your sacred space? A candle. Do you burn sage or other incense? I always like to have something from nature. And living in New Mexico where I do, I can promise you I have enough rocks to build my own mountain. It's a New Mexico thing. If you live in New Mexico, I bet you have a lot of rocks around your house. Inside your house, I mean. But a flower, a branch... Uh, a feather, um, maybe some seawater if you live by the ocean or river water, whatever speaks to you to create your sacred space to come and contemplate during these next seven weeks of inhaling and exhaling and saying the mantra for the week or the breath prayer for the week, however that resonates for you. So I invite you to create this sacred space for our time together over the next seven weeks. And um, in this sacred season, podcast season, and I'm very excited to move forward. So now to end our time together today, I'm going to put on some beautiful music. And this is your time to journal. And perhaps you go to your sacred space and maybe you even want to get a sacred journal for this season of our emotional fast. And today, really looking in and contemplating what it is that you are willing to give up. So I want you to contemplate on the following questions. You can answer one, you can answer all of them. Or if there's something else that you're wishing to journal on and contemplate, I invite you to do that as well. So our first question is, what is the physical fast you choose for this first week of our sacred season? Yes, you can not eat a certain something, not drink a certain something, but then there's many things that we do like Look at Facebook before we even get out of bed. Or maybe we have a really terrible book collection habit. I'm speaking from my own guilt here. Or, um, you know, maybe we're not present when somebody's talking. Or maybe we eat too much chocolate. Or there's so many things. Or we hyper-exercise. 
Um, or we talk on the phone too much, or we shop an awful lot. And really saying when we take a physical fast from that, it's going to create space. And at first it may be really uncomfortable space. But from that uncomfortableness, it actually ends up becoming a friend because it shifts. And over time, it is no longer uncomfortable. So what is the physical fast you choose for our sacred podcast season? What are the foods or objects which clutter up your attention and your heart? What are the foods or objects which clutter up your attention and your heart? When you imagine setting this aside for this week, we're going to do it for one week, what images come to fill that open space? And they may be beautiful images. They may be of a person. And then they may be uncomfortable. And I really invite you to write down what is uncomfortable and what gives you discomfort because you'll see that it will transform. And that's a bit of magic when you see that happen. So when we strip away these objects for our physical fast, what true hunger do you sense when you strip away this excess consumption? What are you really hungry for? And so now I'm going to put on music for about five or 10 minutes. And of course, after the podcast, you can put on your own music and continue to write. And if you go to Spotify, I have a lot of Mangata um, playlists, and you can see that under Valerie Boudere on Spotify. So enjoy those as well. So let's begin the music now. And travel gently and enjoy your writing. And I will be back to say farewell for this week.
So as we come to the close of our journaling time, and as we come to the close of our sacred season and this sacred first episode of simplicity, contemplating and bringing things into simplicity, bringing down, things down to its simplest form, I want to wish you a great week of introspection and how we can make things easier and simpler. And I look forward to seeing you again next week for our sacred time and our next sacred exploration, emotional exploration of the self. So I'm closing our space with the chiming of our bell. And so for the next week, during your physical fast, I wish you to travel gently, go forth and be marvelous, and I will see you again. <laughs>